The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So MLAs are going to debate whether the Alberta ought to have recall legislation, which would allow you to punt your provincial representative from office without waiting for an election. Drayton Valley Devon UCP MLA Mark Smith has proposed the change in a private member's bill called the Election Recall Act. Now, if adopted and proclaimed, Alberta would join BC as the second province to allow recall of MLAs. What impact might that have on Elections Alberta? We're joined by Pamela Renwick, the Director of Operations and Communications for Elections Alberta. Hi, Pamela. Hi. Okay, so I, I'm sure Elections Alberta would be closely following uh, for this. How does um, Elections Alberta prepare for the possibility of it, or do you just wait until you know for sure? Well, right now we're, we're watching what's going to happen in the Legislative Assembly before we start any preparations. Um, you know, as far as how this is going to impact us, we don't think that it's going to be, you know, a lot of work to be able to implement this legislation. There's some forms and some information that we're going to need to produce so that we're ready if there is any electors that want to go for a recall petition. Um, but, but not a huge amount of effort to get going on this one. So would it mean, so, you know, when you look at it, it would, um, th- there's some pretty stiff rules that come with it. What is it? There's um, the petitioner would have to pay a $500 application fee, then collect valid signatures from 40% of the riding's electors within a 60-day window, which I suspect might be a little difficult, and then would submit to Elections Alberta. Going over those names, that sort of thing, um, uh, of the uh, the riding's electors, that would create some extra work. But again, Pamela, you're not thinking it would be too much. No, and I think that's where the work comes. If we actually have have an elector that wants to go forward with a petition, um, we're looking that we would do some information campaign around that. We'd want to communicate with electors in that electoral division to let them know what's going on, because there's going to be canvassers potentially coming to their door asking them to sign a petition, um, you know, who can ask for their signature, what that's looking like, and what the verification process might look like, because we would potentially be contacting them to confirm that they did sign that petition. Mm. So we would do some information around that, make sure people are informed about the process and then once we receive the petition back in our office then of course there is some staffing resources that we would need to go through that petition ensure that it has sufficient signatures and then do some of that calling out to a sample to make sure that those people really did sign that petition any idea on a ballpark number of what that would cost taxpayers uh we estimated about fifteen thousand per recall petition if Mm -hmm. it went all the way through to verification process um you know the costs would vary depending on whether or not that petition was submitted to us elections bc they've had recall since 1995 they've had 26 applications for recall since that time but only six have gone to the verification stage six of them wow okay very interesting um and some of the other rules as far as uh, can, can you weigh in on advertise advertisers that sort of thing and on what they'd be allowed to do or not so right now, um, we think that based on how it's written, that the only rules around advertising would come under other pieces of legislation. So political third-party advertisers would be able to participate in this process. 
Um, other than that, the bill itself talks about authorized participants. And so that's the elector that has created the application as well as the MLA. And so right now it appears that there would be a $50,000 spending limit um, unless there was another amount set, which is also possible. Um, but other than that, there is some potential for some other participants to get involved. It doesn't speak to the role of political parties mm. um, or give any spending limits to parties or third-party advertisers. Um, so we're hoping that as this you know, gets debated in the Legislative Assembly that there's some consideration about what the role for those participants should be. Uh, any idea if this was approved in the Legislature how long it would take to become a reality? as far as the paperwork and everything and the, and the guidelines that would have to be put in place, Pamela? Uh, so if this does get approved, um, it's, can only be, there can only be an application for a recall 18 months after a general election. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would be looking into October of 2020 for mm-hmm. the first potential for a recall application to come forward. So we would be prepared yeah. for that. Date <laughs> You'd be good to go at that point. Yes. So what would happen, Pamela, if um, if it went all the way through and if an MLA was uh, was removed uh, from, from, from their seat, who replaces them? Would it be the next runner-up or would they be, there would be another by-election? There will be a by-election. Okay. And so the bill requires that that by-election is held within three months after a successful recall. Oh. Could make uh, Alberta politics even more interesting, huh, Pamela? (laughs) Pamela, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate your insight. All right, no problem. Thank you, Pamela Renwick from Alberta, uh, Elections Alberta. So, again, Drayton Valley Devon UCP MLA Mark Smith has proposed this um, recall legislation. It's in a private member's bill. It's called the Election Recall Act. Now, if adopted, I think they were discussing it today, actually, Alberta would join BC as the second province to allow the recall of MLAs. I know that a lot of you, I would say a majority of you, I would say probably 98% of you would love to have this option. Um, It has worked in BC where safeguards, so like the the signatures for 40% from 40% of electors um, have prevented folks from triggering triggering non-stop by-elections. And and when I first thought of this, I thought, well, what if someone just had like, you know, they didn't like somebody, so that's why they were trying to get them booted out of office. You know, would that cause grief if there's kind of old standing uh, grievances, that sort of stuff? Would we have a a problem? But if you require signatures from 40% of electors, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of name getting and it's in a 60 day window so you'd have to get that within 60 days then submit to the chief electoral officer then the officer would have 42 days to verify the signatures as uh, Pamela said to make sure they're legit and determine if the petitioner has collected enough names and then if so the MLA would be given the boot out of office eight days later. Eight days later. I think there's a lot of folks uh, out there who think that maybe their MLA isn't doing the job or maybe even a city councillor or MP 
not doing the job that they would like to see being done. Do you like it? Do you not like it? What are your thoughts on this? Are you saying it's about darn time? Let me know. Some texts are already coming in at 630-630. The phone lines are open as well. I'm talking about a recall legislation in Alberta that is going to second reading. Proposed by Mark Smith, the UCP MLA for Drayton Valley. By the way, he actually introduced a recall bill when he was a Wild Rose MLA in 2016. It was defeated in second reading by NDP and progressive conservative uh, MLAs. Uh, it's interesting, too, because uh, some of the other things of note on this, a recall petition cannot be issued six months prior to and 18 months after a general election. Um, and as mentioned, BC has had that recall legislation in place since 1995. 26 recall petitions uh, have been launched during that period. None have been successful. Uh, one petition actually according I think uh, I think uh, Pamela said that she had thought six had had made it all the way I'm reading just uh, something else that said that uh, only one petition received enough valid signatures and that ended when the MLA in question resigned and that was back in 1999 so we're going to check on those numbers and your thoughts on this um, Brian says I support recall legislation only if it includes the premier and on the federal side, the prime minister. Um, so what Brian is saying, it, it's for every politician. It would, it would be, yeah, it would have to be, yeah, province-wide and federal. And so would you do with MPs as well, not just MLAs? What would that look like? federally uh, this one says of course we agree to recall that should not even be a question okay um very firm in your belief on that one but this one follows up and says just waste wait the four years and replace the mla otherwise it's a waste of time and money but if you have an mla if you have an elected official who you believe isn't doing their job and i think over the years there have been Questions. There have been concerns about certain MLAs in the province, probably, you know, um, in, in every province, about whether or not they're doing their job or believing, uh, do we believe that they're doing their job well enough, or are they representing their writing well enough? So to have the opportunity to do this with some fairly, you know, tough rules to do it around... Maybe it's the way to go. Uh, Kevin from Onaway says, we do have recall already. It happens every four years. Our democracy is convoluted enough. We don't need to make it worse. Oh, and Kevin goes on to say, I love your show and I listen as much as I can. Thanks and keep up the good work. Kevin, I appreciate you um, listening very much. And this one says, hopefully that recall legislation applies to municipalities. Uh, what a gong show these clowns have created in YMM. I think that's Fort McMurray. Results, yeah, Fort McMurray. Results, conflict of interest, crazy. It's no accountability. And another text saying, Jay, it would be a great mechanism to ensure accountability of our elected officials. Uh, Rory says, Jay, I don't, I don't back this. Uh, force the MLA or MP or MPP or whatever it is to sit independent status for the rest of the term. In this way, they lose buz budget research money for their constituency. Uh, so anyway, a number, you know, again, it's not an automatic. I thought, I thought that most of you, it was kind of 50-50 there. I thought that most of you would say, 
Hell yeah, I support that. But again, I, I you know, a lot of you saying it's just uh, it's just too costly.